Footsteps of Faith. We've been studying the book of Romans in our Tuesday night Bible study, and the verse in Romans 4 stood out to me. And Abraham is also the spiritual father of those who have been circumcised, but only if they have the same kind of faith Abraham had before he was circumcised. This verse advises us to follow in the footsteps of Abraham, who believed God and God accounted him as righteous because of his faith. As I meditated on these verses, I began to contemplate how important it is to follow in the footsteps of faith. The phrase stuck with me, and as I did further research, came to realize that this phrase has inspired numerous Bible teachers. Through a quick search of Google, I discovered books and Bible studies for children, youth, and adults. Clearly, many have found the phrase, footsteps of faith, just as intriguing as I have. The idea of following in the footsteps of someone is very specific. It indicates that we're following not only where they walk, but how they walk. We may hear this phrase used when someone follows in the same career path as their parent, such as my father was an accountant and I plan to follow in his footsteps and study accounting at university. Or my sister went to the, this university and I'm going to study at this university too. It means that we're going to do the same thing they did and pursue the same path or goal that they followed. Why is this particularly important for a Christian? Well, for one thing, Jesus gave us this instruction. When he met Simon and his brother Andrew as they were fishing, he called to them and said, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. He also said to Philip, Come, follow me. And later he would promise the crowds the great advantage of following him. I am the light of the world, he said. If you follow me, you won't walk in the darkness because you will have the light that leads to life. He would also show by his example what it means to follow him. After washing the disciples' feet, he instructed, I, give, I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. By this, he signified that if he took on the role of servant, taking a humble position, even to the point of washing another's feet, they too were to serve others in such a loving, humble manner. In recounting the complaints made against the works of John the Baptist and himself, Jesus declared, but wisdom is shown to be right by the lies of those who follow it. By this, he was reminding them of the passages in Proverbs, which speaks of wisdom and her call to all who will listen. Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. Yet, as with wisdom, many did not hear the call and wouldn't follow his advice. We see this example in Luke 9, where Jesus calls to someone to follow him, and initially they agree, but then they excuse themselves, saying, Lord, first let me return home and bury my father. And another asks to say goodbye to their family, but Jesus knows that both are not sincere in following in his footsteps of faith. They were not like the disciples who, when they heard Jesus call, left everything and followed him. His disciples were his sheep who listened to his voice and followed him, no matter where the journey would take them. They were willing to follow in his steps, despite the cost, as he explained. If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross. 
Peter shared this with his congregation, saying, For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. Certainly, Peter was willing and surrendered his life, even to demanding that he be crucified upside down because he did not deem himself worthy to be crucified in the same manner as his Lord. Yet there are so many who have also followed in the footsteps of faith. Certainly Abraham, the father of faith, shows us how it's done. When he received the call from the Lord to leave his country and his family and go to the land that God would show him, he did not hesitate or question, but completed the Lord's instructions to the letter, leaving behind the riches and security of a wealthy city to head into the wilderness. Even his journey into the land of Moriah with his young son Isaac in tow was a walk of faith, for he believed that God would even raise his son from the dead if necessary. As we read in Hebrews 11, Abraham reasoned that if Isaac died, God was able to bring him back to life. And in a sense, Abraham did receive his son back from the dead, for God called him to stay his hand from slaying his son and provided instead a ram in the thicket to offer as a sacrifice. Moses is another who followed in the footsteps of faith, for he returned at the Lord's command to the house of Pharaoh to demand the liberation of his people. Further, in fleeing Egypt, he followed in the footsteps of faith in order to cross the Red Sea on dry ground, watching as Pharaoh's army was swallowed up by the waves. Then two months after leaving Egypt, Moses heard God call him to climb Mount Sinai, and he did so amidst the thunder and thick smoke to receive God's instructions. David also followed in the footsteps of faith when he hid in the cave in the wilderness of Engedi. Saul pursued him with 3,000 of his elite troops determined to kill David. When Saul entered a cave to relieve himself, he didn't know that David was hiding inside. He was a perfect opportunity for David to kill his enemy. But he knew that God did not want him to kill the king God had anointed. And so he let him go, trusting in faith that God would fulfill his word and give him the kingdom in his time. Our intrepid men of faith, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, followed in the footsteps of faith when they refused to kneel before the statue built by King Nebuchadnezzar. Even knowing that their defiance meant certain death, they defied the order, saying, If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, the Lord whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your majesty. And even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you've set up. And when they were tossed in the furnace, they were not alone, for they walked with the Son of God, who protected them from the flames. And what about Esther, the Jewish girl selected by King Artaxerxes to be the queen of Persia? When her people were threatened with death as a result of Haman's evil proclamation, she chose to approach the king, knowing that if he refused her entry, it would mean her certain death. But in faith, she trusted God would protect her and use her as an instrument to liberate her people, knowing she was chosen for such a time as this. 
And Ruth, too, walked in the footsteps of faith when she promised her Jewish mother and mother-in-law, Naomi, to leave her family, homeland, and people to join her in the land of Judah. Wherever you go, she said, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people, and your God will be my God. Ruth willingly gave up everything to follow Naomi into a new land, promising to share her faith and give her life in service to Naomi. Of course, we can never forget the Apostle Paul, who faithfully followed in the footsteps of faith for three missionary journeys, traveling a total of 10,000 miles or 16,000 kilometers by foot to bring the message of the gospel to Greeks, Romans, and Jews across these vast distances. He faced untold dangers of shipwreck beatings and more, yet despite all of these adversities, he pressed on for the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Nor are they the only ones. Hebrews 11 recounts those who faced extreme dangers and many even died for their faith. Such are the footsteps we also want to follow, beloved. We are admonished to follow in these footsteps of faith, beginning with the footsteps of Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. Let us be diligent and faithful to do so and take warning not to follow in the footsteps of the father of darkness, where only destruction and misery will always follow them. <clears throat> we want to remain dedicated, not veer off the path we see others that, that did so. We see the footsteps of the foolish who follow the path that Satan sent as he wandered the earth to see what trouble he could stir up. Scriptures advise us against following the wrong footsteps to avoid the calamity that such a path creates. The prophet Ezekiel warns us against such a path, as does the apostle Peter. And finally, we hear from Jude who writes, What sorrow awaits them, for they follow in the footsteps of Cain who killed his brother. Like Balaam, they deceive people for money, and like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. Their journey is destruction, for the footsteps they follow is the father of darkness. But we, we are children of the light, and we follow his path to eternal life. So therefore, beloved, let us be faithful in our journey and follow in his footsteps of faith until he calls us home. God bless you, beloved. God bless you.